Hi, my name is Christy, and I've been thinking about doing a podcast for quite a while now. Uh, if you're somebody who knows me, you've probably heard me talk about it at some point or the other. Well, this is it. I spoke with a friend the other day, and she said to me, You know what, Christy? Just do it. So this is me just doing it. So welcome to Safe Spaces. As the name implies, the podcast is generally centered around conversations that are less likely to be had as often as other conversations. If you're wondering what that means, you might have to stick around. I'll get on with it now. Welcome to episode one of Safe Spaces. Enjoy. On today's episode of the podcast, we'll be talking to a friend of mine. I've known her about half a decade or so. We met in rehabilitation, and we'll be talking about that meeting and what's been happening in her life and mine since. Hello, my name is Mimi, and you're listening to Space Safe. Space Space. What did you say? I listened to what? Space Spaces. Hello, my name is Mimi, and you're listening to Safe Spaces. Hey, I don't know. I'm fine, dear. Um, I'm ready. Been great. Not too bad. Alright, so not you're too good either, but not too bad. Not too good. Why? It's tough. Maybe because of the season. Things are not easy. The season. So another part. Yes. Season the pandemic, the lockdown. Oh yeah, Corona. Everything is on of hold. Course. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> But other than that, you're fine. Other than that, I'm fine. I think a good, I think a good place to start would be how you know me. So, um, okay. you and I met in 2016. Yeah. It was 2016, if I remember correctly. It was 2016. Yes, and we met yeah. at a we met at the rehab. At the rehab, yeah. At the center. Yeah. Um, I, was, I noticed you just as I was coming in. Half, you, yes, you noticed me just as you were coming in? I was coming in, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were the, you were the snooker table oh. with the guys. Okay. Yes, it was just, you. I was like, wow, this lady, you know, she, she's just so free. I mean, uh, like, she didn't have any care anymore. They were just okay. with the guys and just, you know, but, but how did you, oh, okay, so, the, the, yeah. Um, but yeah. but we were in for dif- we were in there for different reasons. Yeah, I yeah. was you know in there because I had alcohol dependency, and you were there because you were because I was dependent on pentazepine. Exactly, painkiller. And yeah. but, but it wasn't your first time there. I thought that time it was my yeah it was my third. Third. It was your first, right? It was that my time. first. Yes. Okay, it was my third time that time. Hmm. And so you already knew yeah. some of the people there even before, yeah. Um, yes, I knew the staff for now. So, but, but you've been you've been fine. You've been fine for months now, and yeah. And you and you've actually sound a lot more optimistic than a couple of times back when I, you know, spoke to you. I can actually hear. You know, that's yeah. the funny thing about how you are. You know, people take this. How are you? I'm fine. For granted, you know, like it's for you know, granted. Yeah, just how are you? I'm fine. You can actually hear it in the person's voice when they're fine. In the person's voice, true, true. Yeah, and engaging them in a little conversation, and you will know really 
where they are, you know. If, they're, really, if they're, you know, if they're willing to tell, of course, yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. I was, I was going to ask, how did you start? Now I know last time I asked you, you were like, um, at some point we got to me, and I know I will have to get into it sometimes. There's a whole episode probably dedicated to me and how I got there. But as much as I can, if where, where it will help, I will share what I think my own experience was. Um, how, but what was your story? How did you, how did you even get to that point in 2016? Hi, honestly, it's, I, I had a surgery until today. I wish I never did that surgery. Well, what was it for? the course of my life. It was um, a surgery for hip replacement. Yeah. You know, being 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 a sickle cell um, patient, being someone with sickle cell genes, I usually have that problem where, you know, one part of my bone will become dry and usually the job, especially the hip. Yeah. So my right hip bone had um you know, for want of words, you know, layman had lengthy chopped off the mm-hmm. beat and you know my whole body was resting on the crown, the neck of my female. So it, it, it generated a lot of pain and when I saw the doctor they were like I have to be deep replacement because I no longer had that ball so that yeah. joint to actually uh-huh. so yeah that, that, it, it was um, actually necessary. I couldn't walk anymore, so I had to do the surgery. It was necessary, and but then you keep you said at least once that you wish you hadn't done it, but it was necessary. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was necessary. At that point, there was no other option, you know. But it, it, part of me was like, maybe if I had just, you know, because so many other technology came out, you know, but at that point there was no other technology, it was just yeah. a bit No other way, yeah. So I, no other way, it was just that. So, in order for me to effectively, because I was still working then, you know, in order for me to effectively carry out this. And this was when? To, 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 to. That was 2014. Um, okay. 2014 March. Okay. You know, so it was okay at first. But um, like two weeks, exactly two weeks after the surgery, I started having some very, very, um, some, some intense pain. I think nerve related pain. You know, my nerves were really, really painful. Um, um, and Your uh, nerves? Yeah, it was my nerves. It was my nerves, you know. So it, it was so, I've forgotten the term that they actually used. Can you describe what this feels like? Ah, well, I to ask you to describe, to describe it because yes. it was like you have never seen somebody in as much pain as I was. I mean, you, you couldn't just just use your four finger, your index finger to just touch know, anything. Very sensitive. It was very, very sensitive. So oh, the only boy. way I could describe it for him, because I had to, because I needed painkillers and, you know, that would help. I had to describe it. And, and I told him that my leg, my foot felt like it was deep in, um, in cold tar, like lava. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, okay, it wasn't burning, you know, but it's just there. I'm feeling that much heat. And then at the same time, you know, like um, there was razor. Cuts. You just, it was but, sensitive. Yes, it was so very sensitive. And at the same time, time, I had electrical, 
Yeah, I had electrical shock, like electrical shock. So, you know, I was really jacking and the thing was, was crazy anyway. Yeah, I can imagine. Around, there was no, there was no, <laughs> there was no stuff for that one. I was actually bed for, for five months stretch. I was on my bed. Also in 2014? Yeah. Yes, all in 2014. Just yeah. So that was how you got to, uh, pentazosin was part of your medication. Yes, it was part of my medication, um, but um, there were other, you know, there were other because the doctors, to be fair, were cautious of me getting addicted. But then I didn't even know what addiction was. I didn't care. All I wanted was relief. Relief, yeah. You know, yes, all I wanted was relief. So the drugs they were prescribing for me were really expensive. They were nebulated drugs, Lyrica. Uh, you know, gabapentin and they were really expensive yeah. and yet they didn't, they didn't as much, you know, believe me. So, um, of course, three months after, they stopped paying me salary, so I couldn't afford all of those drugs yeah. again. Where did you, you know, work before they this? for four, five, six the bank? I was working with a bank, yeah. a mortgage bank. Yeah. So, um, $10,000 was cheaper. You know, it was just going for about 100 naira, then you know, compared to four, five, five thousand a card and all of that for the other, the other drugs, you yeah. know, and it was doing, you know, the same thing kind of. And to me, that was what mattered. I didn't care about addiction. All I wanted was just for the principle. So, so, so you self-medicated? Yeah, exactly, because doctors wouldn't, they, they weren't prescribing that one for me consistently. You so became doctor overnight, well done. I don't <laughs> you know you know the funny thing is when you laugh about yeah. some of these things um it, it looks it, it yeah. looks bad you're like you're laughing it's yeah. not funny it's actually not funny but I promise you I, I can't help it it always comes to that point where you just have to have a laugh you know if you think I about it because, uh -huh. especially yeah. now that it has actually passed <laughs> you know, of course like, wow. no when while you're stuck yeah. in the middle you're, there's no the, the laughs that you laugh are evil, wicked laughs at yourself. Those are not very pleasant yes. laughs. Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh my god! You, like you're you're in shock. Well, I was in shock. Did I just did this just happen? Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Um, the safe spaces. But but you're good now. I mean, it took how many? It took what yes. three, four um, admissions to um, come to this point. And you said that yeah, you said where, you've been, you know, I'm drug free, right? Yeah. Honestly, it took six. Because it, it, it took six. It, it yeah. took that many times. Yeah. You didn't want I, to... I just wanted to keep fighting. You <laughs> I just kept wanted fighting. to keep fighting, fighting, I didn't want to rest in the drugs. And you, you know, you, you did, uh, you also mentioned... Before I get to that, I hope I don't forget what yeah. the question was. But... Um, yeah. What's the longest amount of time and the shortest duration you stayed in a facility? Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the shortest was three weeks. Yeah. And then the longest was three months. The longest was actually when we saw. And it's not yeah. cheap. Oh boy, that time we saw, I don't know. <laughs> that time we saw, I, I, I was convinced I would never leave that place. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was weird. Because, <laughs> why would this time end? Mm -hmm. 
definitely. But, but you think, do you think overall that that experience helped you in any way? Obviously, you know, it seems like you do. You know, yes, but yes, there were times when you were like, what is this? But you, you, you usually took yourself. You, I mean, by yourself, you would go and check, check into the yeah, rehabilitation facility and pay for it. You paid for your, your yes. treatment. Yes, just this last one, my dad actually did. Yeah, because you've not so been working. Yes, I've not been watching. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? Five, I see. But how how do you get to that point? So you see, um, a lot of people struggling with addictions, or mm. well, you know, it's funny because it's even totally different from people who are struggling with other uh, mental health issues. You know, mm. whether they're personality issues or they're you know like they're bipolar or. You know, it's different. People tend to Mm -hmm. think, and I mentioned this to you last time we spoke, people tend to think Mm -hmm. you're doing this because you choose to do it, because you want to do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the general, at some point, people will come to that point and give you, you know, you get Mm -hmm. the cold shoulder a lot. And I I did also say to you yesterday, two, two classes of people that I find very tiring, uh, the ones who say, oh, you're doing this, um, just because you want to do it, they make it look as if um, they make it look as if it's not a real issue. You chose, you've chosen yeah, to push all chose the, all the good people out of your life. You've chosen also yes, you to be stagnant. Yes, yes, exactly, yes, and to waste your time and money. Yes. Um, that is the yes. life that you've chosen. Uh, it gets very to have that conversation. But then, but then there's also the other extreme, which is the people who also, especially for alcohol, and you know, alcohol was my, you know, you know, my dependency was yeah. alcohol. Mm-hmm. The other extreme is people who wear it like a badge. I told you that, you know, it's like a general yeah. stars. Yeah. Oh, I have so much tolerance, and I can do. It. You know, and that's the impression you give that it's cool to drink or to be that guy who. Yeah. I'm not even going to get yeah. into the conversation right now. It's not about <laughs> that. Today it's about you. Yeah. So you have a baby. Yes, I do. How old is your baby? She's uh, three years and six months. Of course, I know this, and I'm I'm also just saying this for the person who's listening to, you know, also yeah. have a background. Two years yeah. and six months. Yeah. That, that isn't yeah. that about the time. It was that was after. That was yeah, after was I met you. Yes, yeah. it was way after you met me. Okay, so she's two years old. That means what she was born two thousand and eighteen. Yes, yeah. eighteen. Yeah. How do you handle a? You're not married to 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 her dad, but you said you stay in yeah. touch. Yeah, for her sake. Of course, and he's being. Of course, he's being. I, I hope he's being responsible and helping us. <laughs> I well, hope. Well, yeah, to the best of his ability, you know, he's not. Um, there's a whole lot on me, actually, much more on me. Yeah, I mean, you're the one yeah. who she's physically in front of, so. Exactly, exactly. You know, I can't. I can't do anything else. You know, it has to be hard. But for me, when he has the extra, yeah, he can. Yeah, he helps us. He can help, yeah. So he does that, he helps. I know he wants to help, but right now, actually, just the teenage things are difficult for me. It's difficult for him, too. I mean, I I was also wondering, um, I was thinking about it this Mm -hmm. morning with my cousin in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I was like, how Mm -hmm. do you find the strength, generally, before we even come Mm -hmm. to when you're trying to deal with an issue such as addiction? Mm -hmm. 
where do you find the strength to have a relationship while you're trying to deal with addiction? I, I, I'm just curious. How did that even work? You know what I started there? I actually said that my life changed completely because of this drug dependency. Okay, let me just give you a small background. When I was first admitted in rehab, that was 2016, my first experience. Yeah. The doctor who admitted me then, you know, he asked me that um, for some reason, I don't know why, why he chose to ask me. He, I think he asked me some questions that have to do with sex. And I was like, I've never had sex before. Who was this? Who was this who asked? Doc, you, I don't know if you know him, Dr. But the doctor at the center? Yes. Okay. Yes, at the center. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so, like, have you had sex before? Because even when you and I met there by then, I still haven't. So it was like, have you had sex before? Uh, no, the conversation came up and I was like, oh no, I, I, I really wouldn't know. You know, I said, why? Uh, why, why are you doing like this? And I said, no, I've never had sex before. And then he was, he started laughing. I was like, I was lying. How is a three-year-old drug? See, because then I was like, oh, it's a three-year-old drug at this stage. Uh, I've never had sex before, you know. And it was so surprising to him that the second time I was admitted in in the, the same rehab, because I always went to the same rehab. Yeah. You know, one of the girls that was admitted with me, she was like a conversation. She was having a chat with other roommates. Yeah. And she said, "Ah, like, because people even told her of one lady like that. I was thirty-two years old. You know, I had never had sex, and she was admitted in this place." So I was like, who told you that? They talked to people, I was like, okay. Then all of them started laughing. I was like, ah, all the drug addicts, you know, never. Say that she's never. I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm a little, so the impression is that, you're, you know, if you're, you know, dependent on drugs yeah. and stuff, the, the, like, yeah, the, you must be, exactly, you must be wayward, you must be. You know, you must be you eager know. or willing to have sex with whoever, whenever. Well, maybe, I don't know. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know the connection. Okay. But here's, here's what happened. Hmm? Safe spaces. Um, one year after, you know, I, 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 I met someone that I trusted. And I didn't have as much, um, conservation anymore and the reason why was that i told myself that was the need you know i was really you didn't have as much what reserve i i, I was willing to give myself just because i had i just had that small trust restraint in me yes just because i had that small okay reconnecting yeah. you know and i trusted him you know it was easy for me to just open up and give myself to him and have sex with him that's, yeah. that's my baby, you know, that. Where did you and meet him? I'm curious. Where did I meet him? Yeah. Uh, we worked together, I think, before, you know, on a project. Okay. A church member had a project. And yeah. she wanted, she, she was with an NGO, and she wanted us to, to, to take a document for her. So okay. we worked together on that document. That was how we met. 
Yeah. So, you know, we were off and on communicating via mail. Sometimes we conversate and all. We were just mere friends and all yeah. of that. Eventually, he was looking for a place to stay and my sister, my elder sister, um, um, gave me a place to stay because we were already friends. Okay. So, yeah, so that was how it became. So he was, he was in-house, you know, he was safe. He was somebody, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Somebody oh, what, what, you know, no one I knew. Well, what happened was that, you know, what was the need? I was already, you know, broken. Yeah, you probably no, also I, just wanted I, I a little bit of comfort. <laughs> I also wanted, yeah, that, that was what, that was one. I, I was already broken towards the need. And secondly, you know, I, <laughs> let's say, I wanted to feel good. I wanted, I didn't care again. I, I just wanted something that would, that would just make me feel wanted because I, I felt really alienated hmm. by family, by friends, from things that I used oh, to so, so because So because you've come to the point of talking about alienation, I think we get the picture mm. with, with her daddy. But um, mm. because you've come to the point of talking about alienation, there's this thing also about, I ask, I ask people a lot of the time, why would you say mm. a person, um, one of the things that, that people who are dependent on substances suffer is that they alienate people around them, people closest to them. It happens very yeah. often. I don't know if it happened with you, um, but why yeah. would you why would you think that a person would intentionally want to drive away the people who you know do, who they probably care about the most? So I, I don't know. I, I, and I, the other question was, you know, when I was talking to the therapist the other day, he said, yeah. um, he said to me, is, "Is it intentional?" And I didn't have an answer. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I said, "I don't think." No. Well, I said, "I don't think it's intentional. Rationally, it's not intentional, is it?" Mama, I'm making my rationally. It's <laughs> rationally. Say hello to her. Rationally, it's not intentional, is it? Nobody would want to send away something that they like. So I, I didn't really have an answer for that. Um, uh, he said, well, because I'd, me I'd mentioned, okay, well, sometimes it's easier to get along with strangers. And he says, well, that's because you don't owe anything to strangers. Strangers are strangers yeah. and they'll come and go and, yeah. you know, you probably, come won't, and you probably won't see yeah. them again. Um, yeah. Can you make sense of that situation in your case? Do you, yeah. do you get oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I, um, I loved, I, I still wanted to be around my family, but I, I didn't feel like I was the same person. I didn't want them to, I didn't want to be around them, you know, the way you were. The odd one out. Yes, I felt like I didn't belong yeah. anymore. Uh, basically, I was really hard on myself. Yeah. I was really, really hard on myself in the sense that I'm not fit to be here. You know, that is one. I'm not fit to be there. I, like, I don't deserve to be in that circle anymore. I've, I've um, lost out of of the the right the, privilege or the, the right the yeah, right to to be there yeah. <laughs> to enjoy that. And then, secondly. Um, I just felt like I was really being judged, you know, maybe because I was judging myself. I felt like everyone... It's just, maybe it's also just guilty conscience. 
you already know that okay there's already you've created that barrier by yourself and you know that it won't won't end well if you have to be around them a lot of the time yes yes you know Well, also, you know, interestingly for me, I'm naturally a person who likes to very often keep to herself. Uh, so very often you'll catch me in my room by myself. But then sometimes, of yeah. course, naturally as a normal person, I want to go and hang out with everyone else and watch TV or, mm. you know, so, but, you know, when you're, when you're using, you don't want to, it, I, I think it's only, mm. yeah, it's only obvious that you wouldn't want to be around people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but how did you yeah, manage? When you're doing something that is not right, you know, when you're doing something you that know. you know is not right, socially not right, morally not right, you know, you get a, you you. It will be difficult for you to just do it in the open. But you know, you want to hide. You, but you know, it's strange because um, there, there are people who, and I, it's strange because tolerance is something that differs from person to person. There are people, in my case, I'm saying, for instance, with alcohol, there are people who handle their alcohol pretty well. I know at the end of the day, everybody gets to that point. If you want to, you will. Um, But there are people who can control themselves such that they don't want to get to that point. They know when to stop. Uh, But the truth is, for other people, it just just doesn't really work like that. And that's the difference. And okay. being able to control yourself. Yeah. Be- because you know, I was telling you, like yes, like I was telling you when was it, when we spoke. I said you wake up in the morning and it it feels you probably were drinking already and had too much the night before, and you wake up in the morning and you feel you just feel the urge to have a drink. <laughs> to top up, yeah. that was the word. I mean, those were the words we. <laughs> in the morning, you feel the energy exactly, and that's how you know. Honestly, yeah. because that's how you know that okay, this is not normal. Yeah, normal exactly. You are not thinking of anything else. Yeah, you're just thinking of how to how to satisfy and it's that. It's not just like you're thinking in your head. It's actually your whole body that's your telling whole you. Body. Yeah, exactly. You feel like something is missing. Yeah. It's how you feel when you're hungry. Yeah. Almost, exactly. I think that's the, that's the only thing I can yeah. compare it to. Yeah. Yes, yes. How you yeah, can feel it physically. Yeah. 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 Um, but and how- no matter what you do to distract yourself, your mind is still there. Of you course. Know, you just have to Of fight. course. And the more you stop trying to think about it, the more you think about the fact that you're not the trying to think, think about, about it, it. <laughs> the more you actually are thinking about the it. The more you're actually thinking about it, yes. Exactly. Uh, but what was I, I want- Yeah, yes. go on. You were saying something. <laughs> No, I was, I was just because of what you said. The more you are not trying to think about it, the more yeah. you are actually yeah. thinking about it. And I, I, someone asked me that, um, what's your worst fear? You know, and I said my worst fear is drowning. Why is that? <laughs> now, literally, literally drowning, and then also being in a situation where it's like I'm drowning. Like the more you're struggling Yeah, the more you're making out, it easy. The more you are thinking to, to think. Yeah, the more you you know, you I, I don't the more I to you are, situation yeah. where yes, yeah, the more I'm making effort yeah, actually the more you're trying yeah. to yeah, the more I'm actually thinking deeper and if I do it. Both the physical drowning and the actual and the life the you so know, well, you don't die before you even die <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, oh that's what, that's what, that's how I picture myself. 
I can only tell you you sound different. You sound more alive. You sound I can I like it when yeah. you laugh. I can actually hear that you're laughing because I know you, don't yeah. I? So it, you do yeah. you sound different and that's that's really nice. And you're not even doing medication anymore. You know, usually when you no. go to rehab, they have to give medication yes. for a while. Control drugs. Yes. Yes. I'm not even doing that anymore. I'm not when did you stop doing your, your medication? Uh, that was me. In May, I started, yes, I started in February. So about three months ago. Yes. So You're optimistic that you can months. do this without without your meds. Yeah, well, I've done it. I've never done it before, and now it's three months and counting through. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know what I, I was saying to you the other time. I yeah. said, you know, if you can do this for three months by yourself without any support, um, yeah. I don't see any reason why you can't do one year. If you can do one year, I don't see any reason why you can't yeah. do two. Okay, Supposedly, like, yeah, we're told yeah, theoretically it gets easier. It gets easier. It mm. gets easier for real. You know, and just like that, right? The doctor told you that the medication is actually just excessive, twenty, maybe ten percent. The rest is really rest the rest lies on you yeah, yeah. Just making sure that it works yeah 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 well, but that's not with Sandine. i appreciated rehabilitation it yeah. gave me a start, the ability to start the yeah. drugs the control meds give you the ability to start you know yeah it's like it's, your it's hand, like holding like your hand that, yes like we've been learning to walk you know just hold the hand for a bit and then you let go, you know, and then you okay, she finds herself walking. That's, that's how we have it for me and the performance. You know, just because holding your hand came up, I just remember something the doctor said. Uh, he said something about, what did he say? You know, you're either there's a child, there's yeah. an adult, and there's a parent in everybody. And usually when people, and usually when people um, abuse substances, yeah. it's because yeah. they let the child in them take over. <laughs> yeah. So I did that wow. didn't feel very good. I was looking at him side eye. I said, okay, no, <laughs> be entering me. Uh, but yeah, but it's true in a sense. You just safe spaces. You're only thinking about yeah. the moment. You're only thinking. It's selfish. It's also a little selfish yeah, if you think about it. Selfish. Um, it's very selfish. It yeah. is, and not in, not yeah. even in a nice way. Can I say hello to her? Yeah. Okay, okay. Let okay. me say hi. Good morning, Good morning, Auntie. Good morning, Auntie. Hello, Mama. How are you? We're fine. What are you doing? What are you playing with? Oh, you're playing with your ball? Uh, building blocks. Oh, building blocks. How? Oh, she's two years old, you said. Yes, she's two. She's adorable. Yes. Like, oh, she's two. And she can, her words are pretty clear. Well, not completely, but not bad. 
I have a two-year-old niece. She just turned to like a week or two ago. Yes. <laughs> I love her too. And she's mischievous. Yeah. So you were talking. What were you saying before, Mama? Or was it me? Okay. Okay. So I was asked. I was going to ask. What's the, what's the plan going forward, though? You know, because the truth is. Um, okay. I, I sometimes I'm I'm on Twitter and I see I'm most often on Twitter compared to any other social media. So I'm on Twitter yeah. and I see um, people on the recovery handle saying, you know what, this is I, I'm celebrating 30 years. I'm celebrating 40 years of not using or not drinking or you know. And yeah. Yeah. you wonder why it's it's so relevant. For people 30 years later, yeah. why am I still thinking about the fact that I haven't done this? Doesn't mean that. Not as rusty. Doesn't mean that 30 years from now, <laughs> I will still be yeah. thinking about this. Yeah, is this something to celebrate about? As Do you understand? As like, doesn't mean 30 years from now, I will still be thinking so much that I will be celebrating <laughs> it. Um, that's scary, but but the truth is, um, again, going, you know, going by what the doctor said, he says, yeah. get ready because it's a lifelong thing. Um, I don't. Yeah. The same way I don't want to do. The, the same way I don't like be. Don't think about it. Don't think about it because then you'll be thinking yeah. about the fact that you're not thinking, about yeah. it and eventually you're thinking yeah. about it. Is because yeah. that's. I think that's what works for me. If I, if that's not what I'm thinking about and that's not what I want, then it's easier to take my mind off yeah. it. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. Don't you ever get afraid that you know one day you wake up and. And wonder and want to go I'll back. I, you. Um, you know, I used to get afraid. Well, let me tell you, in this particular phase mm-hmm. of my recovery, the yeah. previous phases, you know, I feel like God. I hope I will wake up and you know relax or something. And those times, honestly, I do. I eventually do. But this time around, I don't have those fears. Why? Because. I just look at the day that I am in, yeah. the present day, and I'm telling myself that, ah, you know, well, I don't need it today. Thank God I, 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 I am not desiring it today, you know. Yeah. Thank yeah, God of that course. I've considered it today. Yeah, because yeah. I ask myself, if, if I've done far. so many, if I've come this far as well, like you said, I'm like, if I've come yeah. this far, what, what got me this far? I think that's the question. I, I just realized, as you were saying, I wake up in the morning thinking, oh, yay, thank you for it. And I think it helps the environment that I'm, I'm in yeah. as well. You know, helps. no hustle yeah. and bustle. It's nice and calm. You wake up in the morning yeah. and you can hear birds. <laughs> and you're like, God, thank you for today. And you go to bed yeah. at night and you're calm. Yeah. And you can say, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I truly am grateful for yeah. today. And I yeah. look forward to the next day. You know, there's something about the fact uh, about whether negative or positive, you know, thoughts, your thoughts kind of, you know, bring, apart from what you say, actually, your thoughts are also very strong. You know, engineers are working now, eventually you do. Hmm. So, you know, um, for me, I don't even think about it anymore. Um, but I'll be lying if I I'll, if I tell you I didn't talk about it for the past six months because um, four days ago I had 
there will be times when okay some things will just happen we didn't plan for yeah. me i didn't plan that i was going to have joints my joints were really hurting um about four five days ago yeah you know and i just for for one of those days i i briefly thought about god if i had spent an hour i mean i wouldn't be feeling this much pain hmm. you know and i imagine myself thinking if i can going to request for it but when it came i just you know i just shoved it off and went straight for the alternative that i call yeah. the alternative painkiller you know and and so i'm not really thinking in future terms that god what is something up but when it comes when that when i'm in the present in the now yeah. you know and the thought comes i just deal with it in that now it's easier to deal with it in that now and then so it's not even an issue it's not something that's on your mind so what's something on mind so when it comes up you deal with it yeah yeah but, but then then that gets the question so what is on your mind what are you thinking about going forward of course everybody i mean yeah. usually we do the one day at a time always yeah <laughs> but, yes, but, but there has to be a little bit of planning in life what are you hoping yeah. that you will be doing in the next week or month or year or what what i, I mean as far as you see as far as you dare to see Okay, okay. You mean related to the drugs? No, 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 no. Like related to other things in your life. Ah, uh, for, for that I'm just really um, occupied with with getting busy. I mean, get start earning, earning. You know. Yeah, money. Doing stuff to exactly to earn, to make money, and also just occupying myself with you know how I can come to my doctor at. The time you know, so I'm basically online um, researching, doing a lot of research, you know, homeschooling, downloading homeschooling curriculum, mm-hmm. you know, and that honestly takes a lot of time. Of course, it does. Mostly when, yeah, when I wake up after doing a cleaning and all of that, we go into kitchen. I teach her, and you know, so I think for now that we really have enough on your hands time. to think about and to do. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Well, it's been nice talking with you. The plan is to talk to yeah, a few, yeah, to a few other people who were there at the yeah. center, at the facility, yeah. at, at the same, the uh, same time as we were, if I can. Oh, okay. Um, okay. just okay. at least for the first few episodes. So you know me. Yeah. This thing is for me. Mm-hmm. I carry on for head, sort of, because you, oh, you know, yeah. you just see things differently from a different point of view when you get the opportunity. Yeah. When you get the opportunity, like I did or you did. Because let's yeah, be fair, yeah. not everybody who needs treatment will get treatment, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones we point fingers at and say, oh, this one is, you know, useless exactly. and this one is, you know, a dis- disgrace or... Yeah, so I think everybody yeah. deserves a chance. Uh, like I was saying to you, I wish I... There are things I wish I'd known sooner, you know? Mm-hmm. I wish I knew I, I could do this. I wish I knew I, you know, but at the end of the day, I also believe that things happen at the right time and when that's they should, the right time. should and when you're ready for them to yeah. happen. Yeah, 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 it's, uh, it's never too late actually. No, no. it isn't. safe spaces. No, it isn't. For me, for me, I, I feel that, you know, I, I get a sense of, you know, based on the experience, I've, I have actually recovered lost times. Uh, there were times when, you know, I I had to stay school extra years, and then my mate, you know, graduated before me. 
Mm-hmm. But when I came out, things happened and I found myself almost in the same level with them or even above. And while I'm not comparing myself with anybody really, I just believe that there's recovery. Mm-hmm. And apart from actually recovering things that you've lost, you'll gain a lot of experience, you know, Lost that want to help others. Exactly. Plus, we're not, uh, don't be fooled, I like to tell myself, uh, we're not competing here, I'm not competing with you here. Yeah. <laughs> You're not being in competition here. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah. I'm not in competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sometimes we tend to want to say, uh, this is this person, or this person has gone, this, you know, it's, it's, one would want to do that, but nobody is competing with another person. Um, if you think, if you, when you say, okay, so another thing I do when I start to look and think, oh, this person is doing this or that yeah. person is doing that, is I also tell yeah. myself the absolute truth. Okay, they're doing that, yeah. but yeah. there's always yeah. a little teeny, uh, there's yeah. always a but. So I tell yeah. myself, like this life, no balance for everybody. <laughs> Just take it like that. <laughs> just take your own chest celebrate. Uh-huh. and do the best you can with it exactly. and do the best you can with yours exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's nice it's talking true. about this I'm sure we'll talk about yes. it some more as this develops but I'm just trying to put the podcast together so I'm very thankful yes. that you allowed me to speak with you for this first yeah, episode it's a pleasure it's yep. a pleasure always be here you take care. Okay. I'll let you know how this goes. Have a nice day. Bye bye. Alright. Hello, my name is Mimi, and you're listening to Space Safe. Space Space. What did you say? I listened to what? Space Space. Space Hello, my name is Mimi, and you're listening to Safe Spaces.